I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to another Out of Spec podcast. I am joined by my good Texas friend, Skyler, from Rivian Stories, and um, a proud owner of an R1S from Rivian. The coveted SUV looks absolutely stunning. Finally saw one for the first time in person in my neighborhood a few weeks ago. He oh, pulled wow. in and then did a U-turn and pulled out. So was in the wrong place. I was hoping to flag him down and say, come on over. Uh, <laughs> I want to see your SUV. But, Skylar, you have had your SUV for just over two months. I think you got it in August at some point. Yeah. Um, wanted to see if you could kind of touch on how the ownership experience has been. This is going to be kind of a short but sweet episode on your kind of ownership update thoughts. We'll do another longer episode with Kyle because we have our R1S, not ours, but an R1S from Rivian for our in-depth testing a, comparing it to R1T, other electric SUVs, and just seeing how it is in general. So we have a longer, deeper R1S deep dive coming later, um, possibly on this channel, as well as you know lots of content on out-of-spec reviews. Um, but for your R1S, how is it? Man, it's it's been incredible. And <laughs> one of the things that I was a little bit worried about because I was a very early pre-order holder. So we're talking December of 2018, you know, very involved in the online communities, obviously got started with the Rivian Stories YouTube channel. And I was worried that it may not meet expectations and that, you know, the, the novelty of it might wear off. And I can just say definitively, that is 100% not the case. It's been <laughs> absolutely amazing. I love it more and more every day. I drove it almost exclusively um, for the first few weeks that I had it. And since then, I have been in my wife's and, and my other vehicles. And then even 
some other driven some other friends vehicles and i am completely and totally ruined and spoiled to electric vehicles and specifically the r1s that's awesome and can you remind me what your spec was like what exterior and interior and wheels and stuff did you get yeah so it is the limestone which is the light gray exterior paint color uh black mountain interior and the 20 inch wheels with 34 inch all-terrain tires that's a stunning spec <laughs> and i think i've got kind of it pulled up here for anyone who's wanting to see it oh. this is this is pretty much it right the it, yeah. it is that that one is mine and actually the background's cropped out but that was a picture from my trip back from the rivian factory in normal illinois and that one was taken at a state park in in kansas nice yeah that's stunning i a i love the design of the r1s and the r1t i just like rivian's design language some people are on the fence about the kind of pill-shaped headlights and things like that. But this, I mean, it looks stunning. The whole C-pillar being the different color, kind of creating a flo floating roof effect. Um, the A and B pillars are blacked out nicely. Even the D pillars kind of blacked out, but you have that interesting accent line that floats up with the roof. It's just a stunning-looking vehicle. Um, has there any been, has there been anything like surprising to you ever since owning it? Like things that kind of caught you off guard for better or for worse? Uh, I, you know, I feel like I've been so involved in hanging on every Rivian detail. There was nothing really about the vehicle that surprised me The the thing, one of the things that did surprise me though, is that I am a big numbers guy and I analyze everything and I thought that, you know, I would be super intense and concerned about efficiency and especially being a first time EV owner, right? Like yeah. range anxiety, efficiency numbers, and I've figured out that I really don't care about efficiency. I mean, <laughs> the the battery pack on the Rivian is more than enough to get to from fast charger to fast charger on, mm -hmm. on road trips. Yep. And you know, yeah, yeah it, it in around town efficiency matters. Not really when you have plenty of range, you can charge up at home for cheap. And yeah, I have, absolutely love the experience of you know owning an ev and love the the handling the performance and the ability for the r1s to be a a car that will actually perform and handle very well a comfortable family suv and practical suv and then also a yeah a uh an enviable off-road vehicle as well and i'm a big jeep guy and i haven't done anything hardcore in my r1s but mm -hmm. we did a a fun kind of uh dirt road off pavement uh overland type trip with 20 rivians total that's uh, awesome uh, just a couple of weeks <laughs> ago and it was very cool yeah 
Were you the only S or were there a couple others? So there was one other S. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's good to hear. Um, have you had any issues at all with it or has it just been utterly flawless? And I guess also how many miles have you put on it since you bought it? Yeah. So I've got, uh, probably around 4,500 miles on it at this point. So little shy of 5,000. Um, I have had a couple minor issues. Um, like as an example, one of the grab handles there, there was a rattle that would only happen over harsher bumps. And it turns out that one side of the second row passenger side grab handle up at the roof um, just was not tightened all the way and so it was moving a little bit back and forth and matter of fact kyle mentioned something about thinking that a speaker grill or something like that was rattling at one point in in your or in his r1t the out of spec r1t mm -hmm. and I'd be willing to bet that it was that same issue and it was the grab handle as opposed to the speaker grill. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to know. Does your drivetrain feel super solid? Cause we've, you know, we've had our R1T for a few months now and almost 20,000 miles and oh, wow. it's, it's got sometimes a little bit of a clunk, not while driving it. It's just, well, I guess it is technically while driving it, but it's, it's basically when you're switching, either directions from forward to reverse or just like switching from accelerator to accelerator off, which means regenerative braking. So it's almost like a little bit of play in the movement of the wheels. Um, but it's hard to really know. I feel like we took it to Rivian. They like, I don't know, tightened it down or whatever they did to address it seemed to fix it. But now it seems like it's back a little bit and we've been babying it a lot more. I don't think we've launched it once, like not a full on launch since we got it back from Rivian. So I don't know if that's just our truck or if anyone else has had issues. So I was curious if you felt anything with like that or if yours just feels super solid from a drivetrain perspective. Super solid. And I will say that I have not had any of the low speed clicking that I believe is from the the front half shafts um, and C, CV joints. Um, I also have not had any of the clunking or creaking suspension noise, but I will also admit that because I was aware that of some of the trucks having those issues, I have not done the from a standstill launch. I have always had a little bit of torque applied before I hammered down to, to full acceleration. And I think that's, that's good. Um, it's not like it's slow in any way and you don't, I don't feel like you have to like full on launch it to impress someone. It's already a big three row SUV that is silly fast without even launching it. I mean, just, uh, you know, maybe you're doing 45 miles an hour and then suddenly you're on a 60 mile an hour speed limit road and you just jump up to 60. It's like, it's easy. It's effortless it's super enjoyable to drive. Um, I, I'm sure. Yeah. What, what's your family think so far? Cause you have what wife and kids and um, I'm sure they were intrigued about it. Maybe not nerding out about it as much as you, but um, they obviously live with it to some degree. So how, how do they like it? 
Oh yeah. Well, so it's the first third row SUV that we have owned and the kids absolutely love the third row. They love the, the panoramic glass roof. They love the hotspot, which some of our other vehicles support, but we've never had it. But for the first year of ownership with Rivian, it, it is free. So my kids have been absolutely crazy about the hotspot. And matter of fact, talking of speaking of issues, it's something that was addressed in a software update, but the hotspot would appear to be switched on, but it stopped working. And I would always know immediately when my kids got in the car, whether that issue had occurred. And, you know, it took a minute in doing an infotainment reset to, to get it to work again. So it was a simple fix even before the software update, but that is another issue that I experienced. Yeah. And speaking on that, how many software updates have you had since owning the truck and how is that? Have any of those like really improved your experience or is it just minor? So, all of them have improved the experience. Um, and I have had either two or three and I am anticipating the next one that they've announced. The impressive thing to me, Jordan, is that not only has Rivian rolled out new feature releases on almost a monthly basis to actually add to the capability and the content of the vehicle, but they've also rolled out significant bug fixes. Mm. And the monthly or around monthly cadence that we have seen so far that are, you know, releases full of content, whether it's fixes or features, is just really really impressive especially for such a young company yeah they have done software really well you know I've, I've, I've equated the exterior is just something of its own it's so unique the interior to me feels a bit volvo and that's a compliment because i, I think volvo yep. does excellent interiors and so rivian noticed that maybe i don't know if they copied volvo intentionally but they <clears throat> I think it's a good thing that they copied Volvo. And from a software perspective, they took a lot of notes out of Tesla's book, which I think is also a good thing because Tesla is a company that has done software extremely well, obviously little hiccups here and there, and it's improved over time. But that's kind of the magic of the world we live in now where the vehicle you buy may not be as fully featured as the vehicle you'll have in the future, even if it's the same vehicle, because it is so software driven. For better or for worse, some people like older cars where it's like you buy it and it is what it is and there's nothing that can be changed um and it's oh, even no like no way what no way i mean i i don't get that when you can have a vehicle <laughs> that gets better every month yeah that's that's pretty incredible i mean camping mode um came into being since yep. so which will auto level and help you manage your power and help you be courteous at, at campsites with regards to your lights and the vehicle sounds. I mean, there is just so much cool stuff that they're adding. The big <laughs> one in in the update that has already started to roll out that I have not received yet is Neil mode. Mm, and yeah. 
I mean, I'm a tall guy, but this is a real SUV. I mean, it's a step up. It's easy for me to get in and out at standard ride height, but I realize that, you know, there are a lot of people that have a little bit of a challenge with it. And so Neil mode, I think is going to be huge for people. And that's a big one in. Yeah. 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 No, I, I'm definitely in your boat and I've always been a tech enthusiast and I love the fact that, you know, I've always been the one with the getting the beta software on my phone, which is sometimes iffy and sketchy and you shouldn't technically do that, but I'm always obsessed with new features. I, and yeah, I think it, it is a, a less common standpoint to be like, oh, I want my car how it was from the factory and don't ever change it. That's yeah, because some people want to be super DIY about everything. And if you have cars with lots of software going on, that usually limits your customization on your car. But that's such a small percentage because I think most people want cars that can have bug fixes. And that's just so impressive. And that, on one hand, lets companies sometimes put out vehicles that are less ready than they should have been. But the flip side of that is obviously they can fix things and make your experience better over time, which is usually not the case. It's usually, it used to be the car you got was probably the best it was from the factory and it just like deteriorated over time versus now it's possibly possible to improve the experience and add features, especially with the capabilities of the software, the stunning displays on the Rivian, I, the sound system. I mean, the, actually, yeah, before we, you know, we're running up against time, but how do you like the sound system uh, with the Meridian level system in the uh, R1S? I haven't heard it in the R1S yet, but in the R1T, it's fantastic. Yeah, so I will tell you that uh, being able to go back and forth between them, uh, the the smaller cabin, the base is a little bit better in the R1T. And I'm a little bit of, I wouldn't consider myself an audiophile. I am an audio enthusiast. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy with the mids and highs um, from the Meridian Audio, but I am accustomed to you know aftermarket subwoofers and amplifiers so yeah tighter punchier um better and 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 more bass so that's actually something that i want to try to encourage aftermarket on and we'll see i've got a couple of calls in but we'll see if uh we might be able to come up with something cool that that would be for both the T and the S. That'd be so awesome. I am, yeah, I'd say probably not audiophile. There's some negative stigma attached to that word sometimes, but I am an audio enthusiast. Love my home theater, love Dolby Atmos, which I, that's one thing I wish more vehicles had, and perhaps more we'll get into. The Lucid is the first vehicle to offer Dolby Atmos. The new Lotus SUV electric has said it will support that, um, but the Rivian sound system is pretty amazing not the best i've ever heard but way up there because you know i test almost all, every car from every brand and the fact that rivians is probably top three or five out of a hundred is something to be said yeah um, it's it's very good for a stock system mm -hmm. where is the subwoofer located in the suv because it's in it's underneath the rear right seat on the truck but I don't know where it is in the SUV. Yeah, far right rear. Okay, 
Gotcha. So yeah, this is a bit further from the, the driver. And I guess if you crank it up for the driver, then you're worried about blowing out uh, whoever's sitting in the third row, well, which may be fun if your kids are into <laughs> lots of bass. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's it's much more cabin volume, which mm -hmm. I think is actually the larger issue. I'm I'm guessing and granted, I haven't pulled panels to look, but I'm guessing it is the same six by nine subwoofer that that comes in the truck. Yeah. So it's just it's the same amount of bass for a lot more cabin space. And yeah. it it's still it still sounds good it still sounds solid but i would like for it to be better yeah makes sense well yeah uh, again i guess to our listeners and viewers um, we'll have hopefully another episode with kyle and we'll do a much deeper longer deep dive of our time with the r1s that rivian sent us um obviously with compared to your ownership um but just you know nerding out about it because that's what we love to do do you have any more thoughts to add before we close out yeah, so just a couple. So okay. I first and foremost, I cannot wait to see <laughs> what testing and what content you guys come out with um, on the Loner R1S. Specifically for Kyle, I, I want you to ask him about the suspension dynamics. And mm. the reason that I say that is I feel like the, the truck actually has a better tuned suspension right now. So I'm hoping that Rivian may be able to uh, improve the tuning of the R1S suspension, but I'm really curious to get Kyle's thoughts on that. The other thing you touched on uh, kind of the interior feel and I agree. It, it reminds me a bit of Volvo as well. And uh, this afternoon, the Rivian Stories crew is going to be talking to Rivian's colors, materials, and finishes team. So I just tell people to keep an eye out. If you're interested in some of the, some of the details and hearing from some of the designers about their inspirations and how some of that stuff came to be with regards to the exterior and the interior, um, yeah, follow the Rivian Stories YouTube channel because that one will be coming out shortly. Awesome. Yeah, that's a perfect way to shamelessly plug what I wanted to mention is um, go check out Rivian Stories YouTube. Great content. Um, just fun guys that are, I don't know, it, it's fun to have a community that nerds out about the same things. And in this case, it's Rivian, which is a company I have loved following since their inception and can't wait to see what else they do. Um, and that's also a very cool topic because they have some of the best colors and the best interior interesting tidbits. And that was some of the coolest part of going to the first mile events, or if you're in Venice or anywhere near a Rivian hub, um, that's where they show kind of the things and trinkets they use to inspire the different colors. And I love the backstory like that. Some people don't care. They just like, Oh, I like yellow compass, yellow order. I'm like, how did you get to Compass Yellow? Why did you nail that tone so well and keep it away from some of the weird mustard yellows and away from some of the super bright, obnoxious, sunny yellows? They just nailed it. <laughs> right. And the other thing for people that may not have seen the colors in person, don't trust pictures. You have to see the <laughs> colors in person because... 
pictures do not accurately convey in, mm -hmm. in my opinion. And the other thing that I want to talk to these folks about is it seems like all of the colors can change drastically with lighting conditions. Yeah. And I I'm curious whether that's something that they did on purpose and how did they achieve that? Because that's true of almost all the Rivian colors. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be fun and interesting conversation. I think it will. So yeah, for everyone watching, go tune into Rivian Stories. Check out all the stuff they do. Um, thank you for sharing your input, Skylar, how it's been with the R1S. And we're looking forward to, of course, doing a lot of testing with our own and um, seeing what we can uncover and what we can share in a future video. Of course, longer, deeper dive episode with you and Kyle. Awesome. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.